politics has never been stranger or more online, which is why the politics team at Wired is making a new show, Wired Politics Lab. It's all about how to navigate the endless stream of news and information and what to look out for. Each week on the show, we'll dig into far-right platforms, AI chatbots, influencer campaigns, and so much more. Wired Politics Lab launches Thursday, April 11th. Follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Adam, did you hear this story? Your, your significant other was just in Colorado, right? Yes. Um, did you know that some big uh, Internet of Things story there? I, I, I read it. I processed it. I jettisoned it. I was done with it. Travis, you know the story? Yeah, there's a electric company out there in uh, Colorado that has been disabling, remotely disabling smart thermostats. What? The purpose of that is to make sure that they can avoid as much as possible uh, crises where they have to shut down the whole system because there's a total overload with people using too much energy. So it's like a rolling blackout, sort of. Yeah, so if you can possibly have a situation where there's a certain level where it analyzes the data and says yeah. we're now drawing too much energy. It's like everybody shares a little of the pain as opposed to certain people having all of the pain or the whole system going down. But there's sort of a fine line then between saying like, hey, everybody you should probably conserve energy and just reaching into their home and making them conserve energy. What happened? Yeah, I'd say that's the biggest concern here, especially if you think about um, if you are if you have a health problem or something like that and it's not really very good for you to suddenly have your home temperature go up to 100 degrees there's yeah there's a lot that can go wrong here but are they doing it or are they thinking about doing it they did it they shut everybody down because there was too much of a draw on the energy because colorado's been enduring a heat wave but but is this just the smart thermostats it has to be because like a manual thermostat wouldn't you wouldn't be able to reach into it and do something like that right okay it's a program that they're trying out obviously mm. certain people are not thrilled that they're in the program, I don't know whether is it a voluntary participation or is it congratulations, you've been drafted. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a little bit of both. All those who want to be volunteers, raise your hand. If you haven't raised your hand, you are a volunteer. No, it's like that. It's like that receptionist in Monsters Inc. Who every time you turn around, she's just there going. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think when people signed up for these smart thermostats, they were told somewhere in the fine print that there was maybe a remote possibility that they'd be shutting it off or you know, doing the rolling blackout thing. And then I think people thought like, okay, that sounds fine. That really doesn't sound that likely. And then when it starts getting super, super hot, the, you know, half the country's on fire with wildfires, everything like that, then suddenly you try to, you know, turn on a little bit of air conditioning and then you're seeing that you can't. Here's the fix. Ready, everybody in Colorado who's having their thermostats reset by somebody who shouldn't be doing it, namely the power company. Go to the hardware store and get yourself a manual thermostat. All you got to do is take that thermostat that's that's uh, giving them access to your home off the wall. There's a little five prong plug in there. Plug in the manual and you're done. Easily said by a man who's currently living out in the wilderness with bears and raccoons. 
It's not, come on. It's basically like unplugging a blender. It's not that hard. Um, but so that's my solution. That is what I say. If you have one of these devices, you need to get rid of it. <laughs> you just need to get rid of it. Never mind turning the house. Right. Is there any threat that, you know, someone else can get access like a hacker? I mean, this could, could this be the new ransom attack? If a power company is able to disable, uh, to disable your thermostat remotely, then a hacker can. Can I just tell you a quick story? I came home from work when Adam and I used to work in a physical office and my apartment was like 25 degrees. Man, nah, probably not. It was probably like 40 degrees. Very cold though. It was wintertime. And you know what had happened? Somebody turned off your heat because you didn't pay the bill? Nope. Travis? Someone hacked your thermostat? Mm, sort of. My dog, James, ripped the thermostat off the wall <laughs> and chewed it up, <laughs> which turned it off. That gives new meaning to the concept, dog day afternoon. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> On that note, welcome to What the Hack, a show about hackers, scammers, and the people they go after. I'm Adam, cyber-confused. I'm Bo, cyber-confucius. And I'm Travis, and Bo just took my cyber-confucius line. <laughs> and today we hear about how annoying a stolen credit card number can actually be. This spring, get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with electric e-bike. With an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Plus, every electric e-bike ships free and only requires quick, toolless assembly. This is my first ever e-bike, and the experience has just been great. I was a little bit intimidated at first because I hadn't gone biking in a while, but the 500-watt motor that the electric e-bike comes with really gives you a nice little boost, especially if you're trying to go uphill or pick up some speed. Data shows that e-bike riders take their bike out more often. That means you get more exercise, more exploration, and wait for it, fresh air. And riding an e-bike isn't like, it's not cheating. It's just making it possible for you to be out there longer on each ride. And speaking of things going a little slower, you can finance electric e-bike for as little as $49 a month. Get into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. And please mention that What the Hack with Adam Levin sent you in the post-checkout survey. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Let's talk about weight loss. Most of us have been there, struggling with the ups and downs. You lose some weight, then it creeps back. But forget those endless cycles of juice cleanses, soup diets, and the latest fad workouts. There's a better way. The Rope Body Program pairs a weekly weight loss shot with a real lifestyle change so you can lose weight and actually keep it off. Need support? Rose got you covered every step of the way. And guess what? You can do it all from the comfort of your own home. No more doctor's appointments, no more waiting rooms. It's that simple. Ready to take charge of your weight? Head over to row.co slash Adam to sign up today. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in a year. That's with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash Adam. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash A-D-A-M. Joelle is a friend of the show. F-O-S, friend, yes. friend F -O -S. of the show. She was there 
at the Big Bang that created the show. She was a friend from the beginning of the show. <laughs> no. I mean, well, first, well, first of all, let's start with, first of all, Joe, where are you coming from? Coming to you from uh, Seattle, Washington, uh, the studios of Large Media. So, so besides being the Big Bang for our show, what do you do at Large Media? What's what's what do you do? Um, I am the managing director, so I pretty much manage the business side of Large Media. Um, my sister and I run this company together. She's the creative side, and so together we are a right and left brain. And large media makes podcasts only or radio shows or TV shows or movies. We make podcasts okay. for brands, thought leaders such as yourselves and change makers. And that's why it's large. That's right. L-A-R-J. There you go. <laughs> gotcha. But so, so, you know, yeah, you were here at the start of the show, but did you ever think that you would be on the show? Never. I really okay. never hoped I would be because if you're on this show, you have had a really challenging circumstance to unravel. Which leads us right into the question, mm -hmm. what large circumstance are we unraveling today? Credit card fraud. Big one. Big, nasty, unpleasant scenario. Now, what part of the world were you in when this nasty thing happened? Um, well, unfortunately, I was in Kauai, which is not huh. where, that's where only good things are supposed to happen. But I, <laughs> Absolutely. I, um, I was at the pool bar, as you are, in Kauai. And, um, as, as well you should be. Right. And actually, it was my mother that was there. And she wasn't feeling well, and she was kind of too much sun and stuff. And so I needed to get her out of there. And so I put my card down and... I cashed us out, but I left my credit card in the little billfold thing they give you, not paying attention. Well, I forgot about it um, because it's not a card I use very often. And I just happened to, I don't even know why I pulled it out. And so when I took my mom, I took my mom back to the room and I proceeded with the rest of the evening and um, I forgot about that card. And I, two days later, I left the island and I didn't realize that I didn't have the card with me because I never really use it. And so I didn't notice that this had happened, that there was these charges on my card until the end of the month. And what came through on the card were um, about four or five, well, I thought $5,000 worth of cash being withdrawn from ATM machines and um, a gas station charge and a restaurant charge. And then you know how the hotel like when I checked in on that, I used that card to check in on the hotel. They ran it. I left on December 7th, but they ran it on December 8th. So when I first looked at that, I thought that was a charge too, but it wasn't. And so I had all these crazy charges that happened between um, you know, the three days that I was gone um, or that I was on the island between the, the you know, me leaving the island. And when I reported this as fraud to USAA, they credited back the cash and then they did an investigation. And I've lost my card before and not thought nothing of it. They just, you know, you have fraud protection and they just credit the money. They do the investigation. It's fraud. Done and done. So I didn't file a police report because I'd never had to do that before. Um, but I also was like they took cash out of my credit card which I in my whole life have never done. And 
they took five thousand. My daily max, evidently, I didn't know this, is five thousand dollars a day on that credit card. So they maxed it out over several different ATMs. Joelle, on this particular card, you didn't have transaction alerts uh, activated, did you? Yeah, I mean, this is what is curious to me. I've been with USAA for 25, 30 years um, with this account, and I have always assumed that I had fraud protection on all my cards and that I would have, it would, I'm learning that you know, you get travel alerts when you travel. That never happened on any, neither, both my checking and my credit card are with USAA. I've never gotten that kind of um, notification. And I can't think of a time I've gotten, you know, alert that there's been fraudulent activity on my card. I just have always caught it myself. And it occurs to me that, you know, how did they not think it was unusual that I had taken $5,000 out for multiple ATMs on a single day when I've never in my life taken ca- who takes cash out on a credit card everybody knows better than that mm, I and I didn't it. even know it had a pin <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah 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 it, that's it, the thing I never I don't remember setting a pin Joel that was my question is they were taking out cash advances with your card presumably that requires a pin mm-hmm. or like two forms of identification at a bank so evidently I set a pin on that card in 2017, um, which I think I might have done while I was in Indonesia with the idea that maybe I would want to have that option in a case of emergency. But I don't know what the pin was. And um, so I don't know anything about having alerts set. I thought that that was something that automatically you get notified when your card, I've had other credit cards that notify me when things happen. So I just assumed nothing bad was happening on my USA card because I was never getting alerts. But Well, here's, here's one for you. I seem to remember with some of the banks that I had in the past that they would send me a note saying, this is your PIN number. If you wish to change it, you know, go and uh-huh. go to the website or whatever and change the PIN. So Maybe it's possible you never set a pin that they set a pin. Well, it's possible, but the reason that they that USAA has determined after three months at the end of March, they notified me that this was not fraud and they're saying, no, you're you know, it's not fraud. I'm there they say it's because the person who stole my card was able to put my pin in correctly without getting um, a fail. They put it in for the first time correctly and so that didn't that's that's all you need to do and so that doesn't alert anything no but that goes back to what adam was saying which is if there was a, a default uh, pin number issued by the company it might have been so before the show travis pointed out that there is a top 10 most used pin code list yeah if it was on that list they have a one they have a i don't even know what it was I mean, my guess is knowing myself that I either put in a real stupid pin like or perhaps I spelled with it or I did something that would make it so I would remember. Unfortunately, I don't even remember doing any of that. And bleep all of that. Because <laughs> yeah. um, it may be that it wasn't you that did it in the first place. Right. No, it could so, be, yeah. I mean, maybe the guy did it. They said that it was set in 2017 because that was my thought is the guy just figured out how to set the pin. Anyway, so 
I go ahead and they tell me it's not fraud. I call them and I'm going crazy. I'm shaking. Like, I'm like, what? Because if you think that's not fraud, then you must think I am fraudulent, right? Like I'm committing fraud against my own account. I'm telling the bank I've been robbed, but I'm the one that robbed it. So yeah, they're telling you you're a thief. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. That's basically what they're saying. Right. So I said, maybe you guys better investigate me because you're suggesting I'm, you don't have a problem with your customer being committing fraud. You better investigate me. They have no problem. Hmm. So they still have no problem. They don't, Hmm. they're not worried about it. Me being fraudulent. Wait, you're still at this money. They still think that you did not get frauded. Well, so then in March, when they did that, I opened a police report with Kauai police. Kauai went and got the, they went and pulled all the video and they see the guy at the ATM with a mask, glasses, and um, a hoodie. So they can't identify him, but he stands at the ATM, one of the, the first ATM for six minutes, which I'm thinking then he must have had, maybe it was a swipe. And that's, you know, they're not, USAA won't give me very much information. They're sort of, um, they're telling me that the guy got it on the first try I was still on the island of Kauai when this happened, so who knows? Um, and since he, that all that required four digits is the only thing protecting me um, on my credit card. That's how it. That's what happened. And but they didn't look at the video. Like she doesn't. They look did not like look at the video. Nope. And... The Kauai police looked at the video, and that's who they right. can see is there. And Kauai police is saying, "Yeah, it's fraud." Although you know. We can't, we haven't caught the guy. So I'm talking to the detective all the time. And he's, he's like, we have the video. We've gone around to a variety of places where, you know, they went back to the pool to see if it was an employee and nobody, they can't find the guy. And so the only way that I could get the um, full report from the police is to close the case or wait for them to catch the guy. And I can't reopen a fraud case with USAA until I have the um, information about their investigation. So I'm closing the case at Kauai Police because I don't think they're going to catch this guy. And I'm going to get all the the documents that they, all the information about what they saw. And I'm going to go back to USAA and say they caught a guy. But at the, you know, the bottom line is how did this guy access my account through this credit card if it had a chip was he so lucky that on the very first try he caught it or is there some dark web way of detecting what the pin is on a chip card using the swiper or or what I wonder, Travis, if you can uh, look to see if there are. Uh, it, it's probably not even dark web. If there's, if there are lists out there that um, that have the default pin codes from institutions. I did a little bit of uh, research into that actually, and it looks like they're automatically assigned. Um, but there are ways, though, that you can call especially if you have um, someone's account information and get them to either reset the pin or get them to give you the pin. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So, Joel, when mm-hmm. you were at this establishment, 
did you have to provide your name, address, that kind of information? I was at a, I was in the hotel. Um, I was part. I did was, they have your driver's license or anything like that? Did they have a form of ID? They had to collect my ID and my card when I checked in. All right. Well, I'm gonna already vote. I'm voting. Ready? Here's my vote. It was it was a hotel employee. I that's what I think too. Yeah. But it has to have been somebody who had your information and then called up your bank and said, I need to reset my PIN code. Well, I when I talked to the fraud department at USAA about the fact that I never set a PIN, they said, You set a PIN in twenty seventeen. And that's and I said because my th first thought was that this person got a hold of this card and called USAA and said they're me and set a pin on that day. But USAA right. has a record saying that in 2017, I did set a pin. But that's it. It was never reset after that. Correct. It was never reset and no cash has ever been taken off that card. But were you at the same place in 2017? Yeah. I go there every Ooh. year. Hmm. Aha. I win. I win. No, no, no. no. That you seems mean to tell me Well, you know what? No, I mean, no. In 2017, I was in Indonesia that year. That's why hmm. I set. That's why I think I might have set that pin because I was but traveling. But not both. You, you weren't at both places. No, I didn't go to Kauai in 2017. No, I had you as more of a jet setter. And there's no chance that someone who worked at the pool in Indonesia isn't working at the <laughs> no, hotel in Kauai. No, no. <laughs> that I think is a. That's as about a, that guy got as lucky to guess my exact pin the first time. I, I, I got to believe there's technology out Unless there. Unless your pin was like 1234 or 4444 or something. I'm not that dumb. No, no, no. I'm not suggesting you are. But if you were just doing it fast. But you can't remember. But the problem is you don't remember what the pin was. I know. But I have a couple of go-tos. So okay. it was probably what one are of those. <laughs> <laughs> They're not very hard. One thing to keep in mind, too, is just because the Kauai police had him on camera getting it right on the first try, that doesn't necessarily need to mean that that was his first try. No, here's True, the thing. Right? The bank, my True. USAA says he got it right on the first try. Okay. The wow. Kauai police says he stood at the ATM for six minutes. Well, the, the other question is, was he used, was he putting in other credit cards as well? And, right. And then he Just got, got to, to yours. Mine. And he, yeah. Yeah. No idea. Oh, Adam, that's nicely devious on your part. Hmm. Huh? They're just throwing that one in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know. Like, I've got to go back and, like, drop the hammer on USAA about the fact that they have, that this is fraud and that they're, 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 they're having a four-digit pin and that being the only thing that, notif you know, that is supposed to protect me from a criminal. I'm the one that's robbed. They don't have any fraud detection. They didn't think it was unusual that in Kauai, somebody took $5,000 in cash out of my debit card, off my credit card. I mean, the whole thing just sounds so weak. There's some things there that match, though. Like, they know you go there. You've been there before. And um, you've never taken a cash advance that doesn't match. That doesn't match. But, you, you know, you're on vacation and maybe. So here's the deal. I use Yahoo Finance. I use it to make money because it works. Not just because they're a sponsor of the show. Heck, I've been using them for years before they ever called to become a sponsor. I do a lot of investing, and I need to make split-second financial decisions, and that's where Yahoo Finance comes in. I trade stocks, and I trade options, and you can't trade them in a vacuum. You've got to know what's going on. 
Yahoo Finance gives you the opportunity to look at the whole picture. I mean, breaking news, editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts. I love the customizable charts. They have it all. At Yahoo Finance, I'm part of a community of over 90 million users. You heard me. 90 million folks use Yahoo Finance because they're helping you on your way to financial success. Visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com, yahoofinance.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. From multiple ATMs? Well, I just, that's There's got to be an algorithm of some sort that's like... Oh, they have an algorithm. They Their algorithm says, Joelle has just developed a crystal meth problem. And <laughs> or something, you know, like that's the algorithm. <laughs> Why yeah. does she need five thousand dollars every two days? Yeah. Um, okay, so how many? How, what was the total take, Joel? Five thousand in cash and a couple yeah. little transactions. The guy took him out, filled up his car at Texaco, and then took himself out to a very inexpensive Chinese dinner. And do they have video from the gas station or the Chinese restaurant? No, they just have it at okay. the ATM. But that should be enough. You close that case to go back to the credit card company and say, I have a police report. They say it's fraud. You have to deal with this as fraud. I think that's the end of the story. Adam? I would I would take that position, too, unless someone says, <clears throat> well, you simply had him go to the ATM machine that's right. for you. That's what I think they're, that's what they're insinuating. Wow. Wow. All right, well... Let this be an, an uh, uh, whatever you call an anti-ad for this particular institution, because that is... USAA, folks. <laughs> they are actually in the middle of a lawsuit for a massive data breach that uh, compromised some of their account information. Ooh. USAA? That might be the counter move. There's your jujitsu right there, Joel. Yep. What, what dates, I wonder? I wonder when that window was of breach. 2017. It's or, Indonesia. Yeah, well. <laughs> How old was the card? Did the card date back to two, 2017? It 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 must yeah, it would because it if they gave me an updated one, I don't have it of course because it got stolen, so I don't know the date on it. But it did have a chip on it though. It yeah. had a chip. So they updated it. I don't remember when chips came out, but yeah. I actually think that as the Big Bang for the show, you have um, you came up with a complete stump the chumps, and you have stumped the chumps. Dang it! This is like as George Carlin would say, "It's a mystery." <laughs> <laughs> so it could also be that USA is using older technology because we all know that banks are pretty resentful about compliance, and so if they're already in a lawsuit about a data breach, it could be that they're about to be in a lawsuit about non-compliance with other laws, Joel. Yeah. I don't, I, I want to, I'm going to the mat on this thing. They. Well, I wonder, I wonder if you can and find. The whole I mean, thing is, this sounds very un-USAA. They I don't know. usually, they don't operate like this. They've always been very, very consumer centric. 
I trusted huh. them uh, for years. They have my car insurance. I have everything with USAA. I mean, they've taken care of my family, my grandparents, everybody in my family for generations. We're all, you know, military people. That's and, why you assume that just for generational continuity, mm -hmm. they would bend over backwards in order to help you through this. <laughs> it's almost like you're just not talking to the right person at USAA. I've, I've had a lot of very aggressive conversations. And at one point that, you know, they record them all. I said, well, then you better investigate me um, because, you know, I'm, I've committed fraud. And they said, well, we don't think you did it. And I'm like, well, then uh, if you didn't do it, then, <laughs> that's then you didn't do it. That's fraud. And then he got real silent, real silent on the other end. It's of that almost line. like, oops. oops. Uh -huh. Yeah. Now USAA is military um, a, a, a parallel or it is military. It is military. you have to have a family member in the military. Yeah. Okay, so I excuse me, but am I wrong about the fact that the military has a really long and storied past of putting people's social security numbers where people can see them <laughs> and yeah. uh, and other really really huh? stupid. Right. Um, oh, you wear your social security related... right around your neck. Yeah, that's true. So, so dog I'm going to say, mm -hmm. guys, you're you guys are not thinking straight because USAA would be exactly the place that would get uh, identity stuff wrong. Sorry, well, that's my call. Lesson learned. Uh, come and get me, guys. Come and get me. Well, yeah. whatever it is, it doesn't. <laughs> this does not make sense. It sounds uh, like their mistake. Well, earlier this year, they were hit with a $140 million fine as part of uh, two separate consent orders for violations of the Bank Secrecy Act and anti-money uh, laundering laws. Well, that sounds different. <laughs> that sounds it sounds more diff that sounds Soprano-esque. Yeah, um, it, it sounds different, but if they're being that sloppy. Well, yeah. so maybe, you know, there's another thing, too. You could, have you talked to the Federal Trade Commission or the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau about this? No. It's a good CFPB call. Yeah. The CFPB came down recently with a directive involving financial institutions where there were uh, Zell issues. Am I right, guys? I think it yep. was, it was CFPB. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They use Zell. USAA yeah. use Zell. But yeah. this, you know, this is why Venmo no longer allows you to use a credit card where cash advances haven't been turned on. Mm -hmm. And the two things that occur to me, Joel, is... Mm -hmm just like basic practices that I personally um, do, and they may not be practical for you. But when I open a new credit card account, which I haven't done for a long time, but mm -hmm. even back in the day, they'll ask you, do you want to enable cash advances? And my answer is always no. Yeah, that would be Once my answer. Once you say no, this is, Adam, you get your own say, this is mine. I always say no. And um, no, I agree the reason with I you. say no is because that cash is, that's no longer an option for an identity theft. They cannot mm -hmm. do a cash advance with that Plus, card. cash advances have a, a horrendous rate of interest. Stupid. I would never do it. I, well, I can't that's believe... why you're shaking your head, Adam. I thought you were yeah. like, no, no, that's wrong. No, never take a cash advance on a credit card. That's so dumb. And you wouldn't believe the fees that came with it when the guy ripped me off. Oh, I've I got those it. fees plus the interest on it. So USAA is doing very well with this yeah. guy ripping you off. Right. But hold on. Now, I turned it off because I didn't want to have, I didn't want, I had had early, early, early on, I had, I had been, I'd been taken for actually about $5,000 in gold and sneakers in 1995. And, and I set up the credit card in question after that. And I, I, I found out just recently when I was trying to do something on Venmo and Venmo was like, nope, not this card. 
And I was glad. I'm glad Venmo is starting to make it harder for people to steal my money. But the other thing that I didn't hear in your story that I think that you might want to consider is setting up transaction alerts, which means that yeah. every time you make a purchase, it shows up on your on But your the phone. difference is she wouldn't have had a transaction alert on right. a credit card that she never really used. No, I have them on all of my credit cards, all of them, even my Discover card. Sorry, Discover. <laughs> well, no, the, the, the other secret is if you have a credit card that you don't really use, either close the account or people don't want to because it could affect their available credit. Or just take the credit card, put it in a safe deposit box, and then yeah. when you use it, then turn on transaction alerts. I use it when I travel for hotel because you know how the hotel puts a little, snags a little cash for a little while, yeah. like they put a hold. Yeah. So I use it for that and rental cars and stuff like that that do those things. And also I thought I had protection. So when you rent a car and you use this card, it, there's there's protection because I have USAA insurance. Yeah, I would say I, I disagree a little bit, Adam, and much as I love you, uh, which is that um, if you have a credit card that you don't use, you can have transaction alerts set up because yeah. you're not using it That's and you right. won't be bothered by the transaction alerts. Yeah. No, and I would also say as a person who from you, Adam, learned how to make my credit really strong, don't close accounts, never. Never no, no, you, that's what I'm saying. Either, yeah. If you close an account, you then have to increase the available amount of credit on another account. Oh, I but see. You, oh, that, you know, can you do you that? Always oh, have yeah, to that keep makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But um, I'm just simply saying that you might not have thought about putting alerts on the card because you never really used it for very much. Yeah, no, and my argument is similar. I'm just saying, like, since you don't use it, go ahead and do it because it doesn't matter. To me, You're that's right. a really valuable takeaway is, like, especially on a card you don't use very much, have those alerts on there. Like, yeah. you know, just silly not to. Um, yeah, it's almost like checking your children, you know, like with, with people who have kids, like they don't all check their kid's credit report and that can really be a nasty surprise when the kid turns 18. But think of all your credit cards as children and you have to <laughs> follow up thing, on them. Yeah. <laughs> very your little hungry, plastic, hungry very children. thin children. One uh, one quick question I have, and uh, this is sort of tangential to this, is is there any way you would have reused your pin code when you got that set up? Reused what do you mean? It. Elsewhere? Yeah. In a different account? Because Target and Home Depot both uh, had pin codes compromised just a couple of years before 2017. Yeah, so I would have... I mean, I have a couple go-to. So if another... So if Target, for example, use had a pin code exposed, it would show my credit card number and my pin. Mm -hmm. <gasps> yep. 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 On a list somewhere. Ah! Oh my god! Travis did it. That's very Travis. 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 You know what, Joel? I think this might be your argument with USAA that but it was here... accessible on the dark web for sure. Mm-hmm. And it had nothing to do with you. So what would be there would be the credit card, the debit card that had that PIN number. If I mm -hmm. had the same PIN number, my name. Yep. Yep. And then so he's like, oh, this is her go-to PIN number. Let me try it here. No, yep. not even. The guy has, the guy's sitting at the ATM for six minutes. Adam's theory is correct. He has a handful of cards. He's done his research. He bought those cards wherever he bought them. He's done his research, gone on the dark web and correlated PIN numbers from all those people from other compromises. And now he's trying them. Yeah, if you were to just see, uh, say, two separate PIN codes from two separate compromised accounts and just say, okay, she's using the same one here twice. It's either this one or that, yeah. Yeah. 
And Adam, this is where we do the Have I Been Pwned advertisement of the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Is Poster child. There you go. Is go to Have I Been Pwned and check to see whether your user ID or passwords have shown up anywhere. And if they've shown up anywhere and you tend to use the same ones, then you got to make changes quickly. All right, fellas. A font of information. Well, that's why it's always good to use unique PIN numbers and not the same ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Thank you for coming home. Yes. We miss yes, you. Yes. Yes. Nice to see you all and that you're thriving and your show is thriving. It's super fun. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye, guys. Okay, so quick little quiz for you both. What are the most common PIN codes? One, two, three, four. Yep, that's number one. Ten point seven percent of PIN codes are one point or one, two, three, four, rather. Zero, 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 zero. That's number three. Nine, eight, seven, six. I'm not seeing that in the top three. I know. I know. The old calculator favorite. Eight, zero, zero, eight. Otherwise known as boob. Indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Not on the list. 8888 is number 17, however. Okay. 1010? Number 20. 4444. Number 8. Damn. So number two two is, however, 1111. Oh, duh. 6% of all pin codes. Adam, where? Come on, man. I expect more from you. Okay, Travis, how about 1111? Very good. That's number two. There you go. However, did you guess? Nicely done. All right. Well done. I was pretty stunned by, here's what I think, guys. I, I already said what I think, but I'm going to say it again. USAA sucks at cyber. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. Adam doesn't want to say because he likes the military, but. Please don't get say, us sued. No, no. I, we can say they suck. It's just our opinion. I think that the, um, you know, the Jets often suck at football. <laughs> not often, <laughs> always. <laughs> They're not going to sue me for it. So, no, but if we have Jet fans out there, I hear th- seven of them clicking off right now. Well, that's like, yeah, I mean, if you're a Jets fan, you are. You you actually do enjoy feeling sad. No, you are an eternal optimist. <laughs> yeah, that's I guess that's the other. I mean, it, I just remember when the Knicks were still had Patrick Ewing. It, you know, it, it it was the same thing. You know, you'd be like, "Oh, this is so wonderful. I wonder how they're going to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory in this game." Ah, <laughs> oh, the Knicks. Ah, uh, sports. Yeah. Sp- oh, Travis is Travis is more of a, of a Dungeons and Dragons guy. What's going on in the Dungeons and Dragons, Travis? I don't know. Star Wars, man. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, pardon me. Star Wars. That's too many dice to keep track of. There's okay. a new series coming on one of the channels. It could be another Disney series. I think it's Andor. Yeah. Andor. Andor. Does Andor occur in a Led Zeppelin song? That's what I want to know. No, it was a spy that was featured in Rogue One. Ah, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I liked Rogue One. That was a good movie. Yeah. Right. Avatar is well, coming too. Avatar. Is there another Avatar? 
is what yes there is this this december and is there is in the new avatar do they have a giant tinfoil swan that teaches you how to have like better cyber security protocols and and personal identity theft uh, protections and well let me let me call james cameron i'll get back to you on that oh it's james cameron i think you i think you put your mind in the body of the tinfoil swan you put your mind in the body yeah well that's what a tinfoil hat is right Right, but with Avatar, you had to go into their body. Oh. So the ultimate tinfoil swan takeaway is, if your pin is 1234, 1111, or 0000, zero, zero, zero yeah. change them. <laughs> okay, we're, we're done. The tinfoil swan is, do not... <laughs> if the word go to occurs in anything that protects you, change it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to What the Hack with Adam Levin. If you like the show, please give us a good rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. What the Hack with Adam Levin is a production of Loud Tree Media. It's produced by Andrew Stephen, the man with two first names. You can find us online at loudtreemedia.com and on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Adam K. Levin.